<laughs> just start the podcast with that. You just fall asleep in the middle of it because you're so exhausted. It'll just be talking about narcolepsy. <laughs> We're back from New York Comic Con. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> if only people would be able Dead to see silent. it. Dead right. <laughs> Hey, guys. Things. Uh, it's crazy. <laughs> It'll be a whole podcast of NPR bit. Just launch into that. We're back from New York Comic Con, and uh, it was a really exciting weekend. Um, I, I was sipping my coffee, and I was I was contemplating the uh, complexities the of the universe, and the complexities, and mm. disparities between all of the different, you know, uh, uh, niches that were represented at uh, New York Comic Con. <laughs> you had to think of a word that sounded more intelligent <laughs> than yeah. just like fandoms. Yeah. Right. Niches can bullshit all day. <laughs> That's why you're here. Welcome to the Geek Generation. I am your host, Rob Logan, joined in the studio today by Kyla Gobert. Hey. And Sam Skowals. What's going on? What's up? Uh, This is our New York Comic Con wrap-up episode. Yeah. Woo. And we're going to do our best to keep our energy up. Oh, yeah. But it's going to be extra challenging today because we got back literally last night. And uh, dragging today, physically in pain, soreness (laughs) everywhere. sure. We all have, like, very tired, dulcet podcast voice. We do. We do. Could be good. It's unavoidable. (laughs) Sometimes I get a deeper voice when I'm tired, so if my normal wasn't enough. Right, right. We're just intensifying today. Intensifying the deep voice, which you had a deep voice off with. uh, This is true with Troy Baker. That's something you guys will be able to hear real soon. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Deep voice off. That was a new one, but a fun one. Um, so before we kind of get into the day by day rundowns of what we actually did while we were there, this was a uh, first New Year Comic Con for each of you. Yes. And I'm kind of curious what your overall impressions are about how this con is compared to other cons and whatnot. It was the biggest con I have ever been to. It is big. Um, what, like 70, 80,000? It's got to be somewhere around there. Yeah. It was huge and crowded and very spread out. We were trying to figure out how physically long the convention center was Mm. from like one end of artist alley all the way to the other side of the um the floor and we were like it's got to be at least a quarter of a mile so the amount of steps that we took no one no one wore a pedometer or (laughs) one of those bracelets so we couldn't track it but it was just massive as a cosplayer the cosplays were amazing yeah um the amount of talent that was there was incredible and I mean, it was just massive, just so, so big. But I think it's up there on one of my favorite conventions. Yeah. I like, you know, I like Anime Boston, but New York Comic Con was great just for the amount of diversity that was there. Right. Video games, comics, anime, and then all of the press stuff that we'll get into that we were able to interview. Yeah. Yeah. With New York Comic Con in San Diego, it's when you're getting to that level of con, I always tell people, like, make your plans. But expect to make maybe half of those actually yeah, happen right. over the course of the weekend because yeah. there's just so much to do. Yeah. And there's so much you want to do that you're not going to hit everything. Yeah. It's and impossible. We were 
press for the first time. I mean, we've never been oh, pressed true. before. So right. I think we got a little bit of a VIP action. Perhaps, um, perhaps. With the, with the press room and the free coffee and the place to sit. Yeah. I don't <laughs> think... <laughs> I don't think I would have been able to survive the convention without having a place to go and sit down and still wait in line for a bathroom, but maybe not quite as long of a line as if you were on the show floor. And I so imagine a slightly nice. cleaner bathroom than most slightly of the other places. Slightly cleaner, yes. Sure. Yeah, the press room not only became like our morning routine upon arriving at the con, but also kind of like our go-to decompression area. Yeah, yeah definitely. definitely. Yeah, no, it was just sort of beyond any other con I've experienced before. Maybe PAX was mm. uh, the mm. closest in terms of size. Um, but yeah, like you said, I just really enjoyed like the diversity of programming. And I think, Rob, maybe you mentioned it. It's less of a comic mm. con and more of just a con at this point, which I find interesting. I enjoy it. Like, I don't know if I could handle just comic book based things for three full days or right, just right. video game based things for three full days or just anime based things for three full days. So I appreciate the diversity of programming and getting to do a lot of different things. I met two of my favorites this yeah. weekend and to the Felicia Day signing somehow was first in line. Yeah. Got to say hi to her. Extremely That's because under- we woke up extra early to get you there on time. <laughs> hey, that... Whatever. We woke up pretty early most mornings. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was, what, 6.30? That's not too bad. Um, So I got to get to the Felicia Day signing. And then on yesterday, Sunday, I got to say hi to Janet Varney, yeah. which was a delight. She's so lovely. So, yeah, it was cool to get to meet and and see and talk to different celebrities and from different areas of right, right. interest. Which is something that does happen at a lot of cons, but it's obviously going to be kind of a higher concentration when you're in like a place where they kind of live and congregate and work anyway. So, and sort of higher, it sounds horrible to say, but like sort of higher tier, like celebrities I'm interested in. Because usually local cons, you'll have like the one to two, like upper tier celebs, Mm. and then it's kind of spread out. All Power Rangers. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then at things like these where they're promoting their actual yeah. things. So it's exciting to get to meet those people that mm. are just like really influential and stood two feet away from Rashida Jones. This is true. This beautiful angel. She's <laughs> radiant. <laughs> I look forward to San Diego and New York, especially because we have the kind of press opportunities that we do. I wish other cons got larger so that those opportunities were more spread out throughout the year because the fact sure. that those press type events don't really happen at the other cons being press is still fun and you still feel important but it's not as the the opportunities aren't there there's not as much to do or to cover as press when you're when you have appointments actually set up with people like i wish that other cons even if they just had guests that maybe press would have a small like half hour q a or something Mm -hmm. something a little more exclusive and then Mm -hmm. we'd have things to actually cover and report back on uh, so Thursday is when we left. We did. We drove Thursday night to arrive in New York. Our plan was to stay a little bit outside the city. We'd be close enough in the morning that we wouldn't have a huge drive, but far enough outside that our hotel room was cheaper and we didn't have to pay for parking. Exactly. And Which, by some miracle, the parking we saw online was first come, first served. Yeah. We drove up and there were maybe six spaces in front of the hotel. It was in the Bronx, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and by some miracle, 
there was one spot left <laughs> and Rob was able to snag it. Squeeze in there. Squeeze in. So that was lucky. Set the tone for the weekend right away. Yeah. There were some things that came up that were unlucky throughout the weekend that I think kind of balanced off a little sure. bit. But yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like immediate, immediately the next morning. Right. Uh, missing our turn <laughs> and then going over the GW bridge when yeah. we did not have to. Friday morning we drove in and I was supposed to take a turn right before the George Washington Bridge missed it. Mm. Had to pay a fourteen dollar toll as a result, but it was fine. We got to listen to more uh, podcasts. That's yeah. right. And by some miracle, we were all four of us up at six o'clock, up and out the door by what? And Eight, early like seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. super seven, early. Yeah. I can't imagine most groups of four people being that boom, 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 and no. then right out the door. I have to say, we had a good flow. We uh, did. Like yeah. we. Like the shower breakfast situation. Yeah. Like we had a good flow, good energy. Everyone's kind of morning schedules worked intertwined. Yeah. Well. Yeah. We weren't like stepping all over each other. Not at all. Uh, so we drove to our closer hotel, kind of mm. made our bag swaps and everything. Then, of course, on our walk to the con around maybe like 930 ish, mm. the rain started coming down. Yeah. We had just gotten <sighs> there and we missed the press door. Yeah, right, we, right. we walked in with all the, the regular con goers and we walked all the way. And I'm telling you, this convention center is massive. So it remember, is. like a quarter of a mile from one side to the other, we get there. There's, you know, hundreds and thousands of people in queue. Turns out we had to go all the way back around. Mm -hmm. And it was raining. Yeah. Of course. It had just started to rain at that point. But fortunately it wasn't too too bad. It was like a no we got it. It was yeah. not, yeah. It was not the way it was later on no, in the right. day at all, yeah. And of course I was in costume and we had prepared. We had one umbrella. Yep. I had oh. trash bags. <laughs> trash bags to try to hide it and we managed. Rain is maybe the one thing I did not prepare for because yeah. it's never rain during the con. I never really think about it. Yeah, Like if it's cold, you can bundle up. Mm -hmm. And once you're inside, mm -hmm. it's fine. If it's hot, you'll sweat your balls off. Right. But once you get inside, it's fine. Right. But if it rains and you're soaked, you're soaked the rest of the day. And like, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. So now I have a new thing to add to my checklist for next year because I need to bring more stuff. Yeah, <laughs> umbrella, rain <laughs> jacket. Stuff. Yeah. It was unseasonably warm, too. So it we, was. we didn't need to pack sweatshirts and hoodies and things like that very true yeah packs yeah <laughs> march <laughs> snow right uh we then went up to the press area to kind of get situated right away where our morning ritual of coffee uh and constant coffee stops throughout the convention began so much coffee. props so much. to coffee mate yes <laughs> shout out, shout to, out coffee. to coffee mate this podcast is not brought to you by right, uh, right. Coffee Mate flavored coffee In creamers. no way, but we're just appreciating Very the love. Very appreciative. Yeah. So they, they were promoting their Star Wars branded Coffee Mate flavors that they have going on to promote Force Awakens. Mm -hmm. And uh, the press area was full of free Coffee Mate as well as free coffee. And then sometimes even some breakfast pastries. pastries. Yeah, it was mm -hmm. lovely. It was very nice. So. Not Star Wars branded. Not Star Wars Not branded. Not Star Wars pastries. <laughs> I would have loved to have a dark chocolate Vader muffin or oh, something. Yeah. Though, you know? They really dropped the ball. Maybe next year. They really That'd be did. Great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other ones that work, but no. <laughs> no. no, I'm not no. brainstorming mm -hmm. any other Star Wars muffin flavors. I think our yeah. brains are done. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. There's going to be no quick wittedness yeah. on this no, entire show whatsoever. Yeah. Slow wit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very slow wit. <laughs> I'll think of one about a half hour from now. So if you right. set your timers, <laughs> listeners. You can just splice it in yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. it sound totally natural. No, no, no. 
uh, after the press area, we kind of got a feel for like the layout of the con because we can mm-hmm. even see it from up top, mm-hmm. looking down, kind of check out the layout. And we still don't even see the whole con from there. Like right. it's all over the place. We had our first press interview room with Lego Marvel's Avengers, mm-hmm. in which we had a lot of waiting around. I thought it was a weird first press room for you guys to see, which we made a note of several times during oh, yeah. the weekend. Well, it was still our first impression. We just... Right. We were just sitting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, first impressions of waiting around for like a half hour before we do anything. Yeah. Most press rooms, we didn't see until our last press room of the yeah, entire weekend. Yeah. Right. How they normally run and as flawlessly as they should. Most of the press rooms for this con were not very well organized. There was organization there, but it wasn't making use wasn't of... Efficient. It wasn't yeah. efficient. It wasn't making use of everything there. And it didn't Shit. allow everybody to get done everything that they needed to. So while I was very excited to interview a large amount of people, we only got to maybe half of those people a lot of the time. Yeah. Yeah. And the first one that we went to, too, is very crowded. Yeah. And the room was, I think, smaller than I had in my mind of what a press room would be. Mm-hmm. It only spanned the length of the um, the curtain. Right. What do you call it? The uh, the step and repeat banner. Yeah. 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 So it was it was small and crowded. Yeah. As a newcomer who not not knowing how the press stuff works mm-hmm. um, or getting any sort of extra access to a yeah. con, I was like, I don't care. This is great. Yeah. I my yeah, free coffee, I my still... free pastry. I'll stand here. It's, it's totally fine. But I'm sure... I was still as, thrilled as, to be there. Yeah, as someone who does it all the time, you're like, what the hell? Like, let's get this moving, <laughs> right, get this right. moving. But as a total noob to that part of the con, I was like, this is this is great. I'm looking at all these people, yeah. sipping my coffee. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was great. I just know how precious time is at a convention. Sure, because like we sure. said, we are you're trying to get around to mm-hmm. all the things you want to do and mm-hmm. see all the time. Mm-hmm. So a half hour doing nothing is not good that's true and it's not going to reflect well well i don't think the press will be like happy about it like they're probably going to get less stuff in the future as a result Mm. so but uh we got to talk to arthur parsons who you guys have heard on this podcast before not only from past con interviews but also just being a guest for an entire episode which you should all go back and listen to even though it's mostly like lego batman 3 centric during that show we did talk about like arthur's coming up in video games and how he got involved and stuff so that was cool. And he's just a super, he was, super, he was super nice, nice guy. Yeah. 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 So that was fun. Um, we had another press room that I thought was immediately after, even though it was like an hour wait in between. Right. Yeah. So Rob, I think we, Rob. we didn't really go anywhere. We kind yeah. of went over to the interview area mm-hmm. and we walked inside and we were sitting there and right. then the, um, the PR people, the PR came, in. people came in and we're like, um, you guys are a little early. We're like, oh, well, it's, it's five after. I mean, I guess it's going to run a little late. Right, right. <laughs> Meanwhile. Like an hour early. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I think I got a hot dog during that time. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we went back to the press, probably got more coffee. Yeah. yeah. Walked and just kind of chilled a little bit. Yeah. And then we had uh, one of the more exciting ones, I thought, for the weekend, the librarians panel oh, that, that we were looking cool. to forward yeah. to. I haven't talked about the show really at all on the podcast, but. I did watch the entirety of the first season of Librarians. And for people who might be missing Warehouse 13, since that only went three seasons and then, or four, four seasons, and then ended, oh yeah, the fourth season was like six, six to eight episodes. It was abbreviated. But for people missing that, this show is a very similar vibe, very similar tone and commonalities in its premise. But uh, a cast of like Rebecca Romaine and John Larroquette and uh, Lindy Booth, John Kim, Christian Kane awesome cast they were all super nice people yeah 
Yeah, I have. I was not really familiar with the show. I haven't watched it. Didn't watch Warehouse 13. Mm-hmm. Um, but everyone was so lovely as they usually are. I was a little starstruck. And, yeah, I think that was my first. Um, oh yeah, that was the first celebrity in, in close yeah. ups to celebrities. I've watched the show the first few episodes with my mom, who is a librarian, mm-hmm. and I know she really loves the show. She was excited that I was going to be able to go and meet with you know the cast of of the show. So I think that was what made it starstruck. I mean, Rebecca Romaine is Oh geez. Inhuman. Yeah, we just kept talking the whole time. <laughs> like you guys will see if you check out our YouTube channel, we're gonna be releasing videos of all the interviews we did. Uh and you can watch the Rebecca Romaine one and all the other librarians, but we constantly kept saying all the pictures we took, all the video we took, yeah. do not do justice to no, that woman. No, Her no. eyes are otherworldly. Yeah. It, was, it was just nonstop. She'd be like five feet away and we'd be like whispering to each other like, oh my gosh, she's so beautiful. Yeah, and I was on the other side of the room when you were taking the photo opportunities with her. And mm-hmm. even from across the room, you could see like, wow. Right. Wow. And she has such a presence. Like, there's no shock. Yeah. And she's tall. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was looking up at her. Um, there's there's no shock. There are some people, you know, right away, you're like, I see the star mm. power. And she's absolutely one of yeah. them. Stunning. And aside from her, like John Larroquette, just yeah. being such an icon in the industry. Mm-hmm. Like, he handles himself like such a pro. He just carries yeah. himself a certain way. So pro. Yeah. Pro. Pro, pro. 100% pro. <laughs> pro, bro. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Really enjoyed talking to all of them. The only one we didn't get to, unfortunately, was Christian Kane. Yeah. We just ran out of time. And unfortunately, that became like a theme of a lot of the press rooms. Yeah. Like we said, we just ran out of time and they had to empty the room out for other things. And uh, we kind of bowed out pretty respectfully out of that one. We're like, okay, we got it. You mm-hmm. guys are done. We're not going to yeah. hold people longer than we need to. We got more than enough. So right. mm-hmm. we'll just move on to something else. Uh, we went to the show floor for a while after that, and that was pretty okay. much your first experience. And I don't think at this point it was too crazy. It wasn't bad. No, it wasn't day. bad on Friday right. because it was Friday. True. Um, I think the show floor was like any kind of convention crowdedness, still mm-hmm. able to move around, still able to take photos on the floor. There were a lot of booths that we saw. Um, shout out to Omakase. Yes. The uh, the new kind of anime box that I, I want to subscribe to. And I believe those were, it was during this time that we yeah, touched base Yeah, it was during that time. And there yeah. was no, there wasn't anyone at the booth. Like nope. we were able to go right up and talk to the, um, the people. Good Smile Company was there, mm-hmm. which I was excited about. They make little... Um, anime figures but that was only like a quarter of the show floor that we were able to go to right it's just that massive right we only walked around a couple Mm. like we had maybe two two and a half hours yeah to kind of walk around and you would think that would be enough to see a good portion of the show floor (laughs) and it's not not here there's so much to do it's stupid and i don't want to keep making this a food-based experience but the whole (laughs) place smelled like buttered popcorn (laughs) because they had several buttered popcorn like booths every like stands everywhere i gave in the following day to the buttered popcorn smell but i have to give them props for doing that like not only is that smart marketing but it masks so many things <laughs> oh, sure. that would be a lot more unpleasant. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I think I said that. I, I think at the end of the first day, I said, wow, you know, I didn't really smell any VO today, which is 
not normal. Right. Yeah. It creates a far better environment to it, have like a buttery does. popcorn scent wafting <laughs> through the yeah. air. Yeah. And it kind of because, you know, I associate that with like going to the movies or going to other yeah. events. So it's yeah. just like, yeah, this is a fun time. I'm going to get my buttered popcorn. It smells great. And then I think yeah. where you're dealing with like media and stuff, you want to have that kind of like movie theater vibe yeah, about you. Yeah. And it all makes sense that way. Yeah. Uh, after walking around the show floor for a little bit, we had another press room uh, that was for Angie Tribeca, which is a new show yeah. coming out on TBS that uh, we ran into a bit of an issue with. Yeah, and that was that was um, Rashida Jones is the star of that. So I kept saying all day, like, oh, I can't wait to meet Rashida. And even before fan. we went, I knew like yeah. we signed up for this specifically because I knew you guys wanted to right. meet Rashida yeah. Jones. Yep. And we saw her. We did see her. <laughs> we did, we see, did her. see her with our eyeballs. Very, yes. very A-list. Yes. We walked in and, and she was getting her makeup touched up by mm-hmm. her assistant or her makeup artist. And that was another situation where we were like, oh my gosh, she's so pretty. Look at her. <laughs> but there was apparently a mix up yeah. with that one because I had gotten an initial email listing one time. And then when they confirmed the appointments, there was another time listed that was earlier. So we were actually coming in at the tail end of right. the press time, which was a major bummer. And mm-hmm. I thought I screwed up at first. But it no, and they I was don't super mess up. bummed about. You never mess up. Probably. They no. needed the <laughs> reminder to say something like time change, and then you would have opened it, and right. then you would have been able to plan your time. Right. But. And this is where you cut in the Price is Right fail horn. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I uh, I. I try like i'm i'm very careful about scheduling stuff and everything i try to be super organized and super prepared for everything i mean i I wasn't terribly disappointed i mean stuff happens yeah we were still able to see her true i i beat myself up over it like stuff like that like i get really bummed about but then when i did see that it was an error on there yeah because you you had mentioned that a few other um press outlets had the same mistake right, that we did. Right. They, they looked at the initial and... And I noticed it right during that press room, so I was really thrown off, like, okay, what the hell happened? Yeah. But then I was, like, spending way too much time figuring out why. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why. the thing when, like... I'm like, I'm not wrong. Yeah, when you don't want to, when you don't want to admit you're wrong, it's yeah. like you'll go through all the steps and channels. It's like, nope, nope, nope. Right. Nope. You were wrong. Right. I and I only wrong. felt like 50% relief that I wasn't actually wrong. No, the fine. other 50%, I was like, damn it, we still could have gotten those interviews. Mm, it but, was fine. It was yeah. fine. But we were in there for a little bit to see what we wanted to see and continued on back to the show floor. Yeah, we went outside. Mm-hmm. Um, we took some photos of my costume. New York Comic Con is a smoke-free convention. This is true. Which is great. The Javits Center has no smoking. It's awesome inside the center. But the second <laughs> you walk outside, it's you're just in a smoke cloud. Right. Everyone is smoking, which made a little bit for an unpleasant experience mm-hmm. um, because we were trying to find a place to shoot photos. But... Everyone was just smoking, so it didn't matter where you were. It was hard to find a place that you could breathe properly. And I'm right. really sensitive to smoke, so it was unpleasant. Yeah, it was it was gross. I mean, if I was standing, I don't like the smell to begin with, but when it hits my eyes, yeah. I'm really sensitive to that. So my eyes would have just been like tearing up right away yeah. and really aggravated and... My wigs smell like smoke. Yeah. I think Anna had said that jokingly, like, you're going to get home and your wigs are going to smell. They, they, they smell. Do. Yeah, I have to air them out. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's terrible. Not surprising. Speaking of your cosplay on Friday, too, you also got to meet. Oh, my God. I got to meet the creators of Ruby yeah. um, from Rooster Teeth, which was um, really, really exciting. I had gone around and, 
you know, they're like, oh, I saw you walking through the line. I'm, I'm really excited. So that was that was really fun. You know, it was a long line to wait in. Mm-hmm. I think anytime you you get that where people just want to talk and monopolize the time. Yeah. That yeah. It makes God. for a slow line. But <laughs> Some <yeah>. individuals in <laughs> particular. <laughs> more sure, than others. Sure. Yeah. It's hard to strike the right balance because. You know, these people have waited. They mm-hmm. want to talk to the person that's important to them. And I'm sure the creators want to talk to their fans, their fans and, you know, give them a little FaceTime. But it's like, how do you strike that balance of like moving the line along, but still having like a genuine interaction? Mm-hmm. And um, some spots were good about that. And this one instance at the Rooster Teeth booth, <laughs> one girl just <laughs> kept like, going. It was probably like, I'm not exaggerating. It was probably six to eight minutes, yeah. which yeah, doesn't that's sound long, time. but that's a long time. When there were got several, hundreds of several individuals through. that were yeah. doing the same thing. So. And she had a lot of clear out points, but not that social awareness to be like, this is like, it's time to exit. The yeah. Conversation. Like the creators would right. frequently like, Oh, it was great seeing you. I hope you have fun. And, and then they would like launch into the yeah, next point. And yeah. it's like, Oh, that was the time. It's you funny. Go. It's funny because since all this stuff is becoming mainstream, like there are more socially adept people involved in the geek community. And now we're starting to forget that the majority of geeks are still the socially it's awkward. So not yeah. necessarily know how to carry themselves. And you see it a lot more here than you do yeah. in like San Diego and stuff. Which like, is fine, which is great that they're getting out and getting yes, to meet the creators definitely. of things that are so important to them. Like, we're not, I don't want to like, oh no, we're not like, putting it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're just explaining but why the line is like, so like long. okay, let's, let's move this along. I, I say, might be encouraging people to get better social skills too. So. <laughs> slightly. Yeah, yeah. Slightly. I will say that the Rooster Teeth booth had brilliant marketing because you had to stand in the line regardless of whether you wanted to buy merch or not. Oh, so if you just wanted to like cut in and buy a T-shirt, you still had to wait in the line. Oh, geez. so it's like by the time that you wanted to get in line, it's like okay, well, you might as well meet the creators. Sure. Or if you wanted to meet them and you're on the line, you might be like, okay, well, I guess I'll buy something. Sure, just been standing here. It's so. just all encompassing. It's like yeah. the classic yeah. like checkout impulse buy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that was and great. candy bars. And a word of advice to people that go to conventions: don't always trust signage or trust what certain things say. Always True. ask questions. Now, this has happened in multiple cons. The first time I went to San Diego, and we talked about it on the podcast then, is I got a lot of opportunities in San Diego just because I asked certain things. Like, I'd assumed their Mythbusters signing there with Adam and Jamie was done because it was, I'd missed the initial like ticket handout and it was later in the afternoon. And I just asked a booth person. Apparently, people turned in their tickets deciding they couldn't go and they had them for me. Oh, wow. So I ended up getting the signing there when it normally shouldn't have been possible. But there was someone at the end of the Rooster Teeth booth. Yeah. And the sign that that it said, this line is capped. We're really sorry. Like this, this line is done. Mm-hmm. So I was devastated. So we walked around some more. And then I think, Rob, you had mentioned, you're like, you know, I saw someone different at the end of the line. So we went back Mm -hmm. and the guy at the end of the line was like, oh, no, no, you can still wait in line. It's just we can't block the aisle. Right. And I was like, wow, that sign is really misleading. If you had said, you know, sorry, can't block the intersection, I would have been like, "Okay, fine, I'll come back in 10 minutes. Right. So it was a good thing that we came back absolutely i would have been really upset yeah and we knew that it was your only day yeah because i was in costume as neapolitan that was the point yeah there were a lot of ruby cosplayers i was pleased to see yeah Um, i noticed a lot of people noticed what you were too yeah which was exciting i mean it's just a small web series and of course more so as you got closer to the rooster Teeth. yeah of course once you're at the rooster teeth booth that's kind of where everyone um congregates right i'm excited to watch season three yeah yay (laughs) I think that was the majority of what we did at the con on Friday. Yeah. I don't remember anything else before we went out later on. No, I think 
it started to rain mm-hmm. and the Javits Center is all glass. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we tried waiting it out because we saw how much it was pouring. It started pouring when we were at Angie Tribeca. Mm-hmm. We were mm-hmm. like, uh oh, because you could see over the Hudson, you could see the clouds rolling in. Yep. We're like, okay, do we wait it out before we go to dinner? Because our hotel's like quarter mile away. So right. we had to walk it. Right. And um, we were like, let's let's wait. Let's get another coffee with yeah. a Star Wars themed coffee mate. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime that we had downtime or waiting, it was time for more it was coffee. coffee. Yeah. Yeah. It was coffee well, the cups were really small, like maybe six ounces. Mm-hmm. Like they were yeah. small. But it was just raining. I mean, we went around a bit and it was just it was not letting up. Not at all. So we went, yeah, we we went up to the press room and we're like looking on our phones. We're like, okay, we need a game plan. Where are we getting dinner so yeah. we're not derping around in the streets, You're getting hangry, soaking wet? Yeah, I think we were all really hungry. We didn't have lunch. We just kind of snacked. Yeah, yeah. which is common. Yeah, <laughs> for yeah. me at least, icons. Yeah. But we ended up going to a uh, Five Napkins yeah. burger, which is very good. We'd had that before. Yeah, we went after uh, Anime Boston, yeah. so it must be a con or thing. Packs. After no, because Ryu Pax. was with us. I think oh, it right. was Anime Boston. Or was it, it was, PAX? It was PAX. Was it was it? it was definitely PAX. PAX. Yeah, okay. it was. So it was PAX. It was yeah. PAX. Yeah, it was PAX. So as I if the audience cares. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> like, I associate we don't give a shit with cons. cons. <laughs> yeah. Um, but good food. Yeah. Good food. But walking there. Yeah, that was unpleasant. Yeah, that it was, was very pouring. unpleasant. Oh, yeah, but some of us got VIP umbrella treatment because they were in cosplay. So, uh, <laughs> well, I don't know, Sam. Maybe you should uh, cosplay next time. Yeah, it's maybe rain. I'll get to use my own umbrella. That- <laughs> I'm going to get one of those lightsaber umbrellas. Then yeah. I'll be all, yeah. all yeah. set. Well, funny thing is, my costume had a parasol. Right. Oh, my God. An umbrella water, for your. <laughs> not waterproof. <laughs> An umbrella yeah. for your umbrella. Cosplay yeah. logic. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I had some garbage bags, but. I mean, I think Anna put her bag in a mm-hmm. garbage bag, but at that point, it's like there was nothing we could do with the yeah. distance we had to go and the m- amount that it was raining. Yeah, we were just we walked in soaked, and so be it. Um, but Sam was smart, and she made a call ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, even right. though it was oh, just going to be yeah. a half an hour, right? Which was great because we got there, we had a table, and people were waiting. But they're very efficient. Yeah, like the food the came out with yeah. like no time to spare. It was yeah. really good, and then we had to walk back, and we had to walk back, <laughs> which was only a block. Right, that yeah. was pretty so- easy. Uh, did some kind of chilling in the room, kind of yeah, decompress downtime. a little bit, yeah, dry off a whole dry bunch, off, get out of cosplay. <laughs> yeah, and uh, then we hit up the Sonic Boombox after party. Yeah, yeah which was did. which was only a couple of blocks away, which mm-hmm. was great. It had stopped raining. Yes, so it was it was fun to walk over. The location of it was pretty cool. It was like Bullmore. Yeah, Bullmore. It yeah. was um, bowling lanes. It had like a mini arcade. Yeah, they had mm-hmm. a new arcade installed. It was it was cool. And I th- console gaming setup. Yeah, and I think we were saying like, wow, this area needs something like that. Right, right. This area meaning where we live. Yeah. Right. Like <laughs> not New, new York. England. Yeah, 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 not New York. Yeah. So, I mean, it was fun. It was fun. They had a good DJ for the first like hour. hour. Yeah, <laughs> my goodness. The second <laughs> and third DJs, I so was like, bad. I could... I could get this party they going better than they could. They kept stopping the songs and were expecting people to sing. But this venue was huge. It was two floors. It had multiple rooms. Mm-hmm. So if you're in one room and they just stop the song, it's like, what is going on? But the thing is, it, 
I think I said it, it was like they were like a wedding DJ. Mm. They were playing like those yeah. sort of bullshit crowd pleasery yeah. songs that it's like, no, you do you need to understand the people that are at this party right now. The like, first DJ was playing like chip tunes. Like chip tune and, like, remixes. Video game remixes. Yeah, and I think Sam it jinxed great. it when she was like, if they play chip tunes all night, then I could stay here I'm, forever. I'm, I'll be down. I'll stay all yeah. night. And I then think we all like, geeked out when they started playing the Rugrats remix. Oh, yeah. Was, yeah. Like, tra- like trap Rugrats. It was so, so good. Good. It was excellent. But yeah, then the next couple DJs, yeah. they just played. I think, we heard I think the electric we, slide. Yeah, it was bad. I think we band. should have stopped when we had to wait probably 20 minutes for a drink at the bar. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. we were both. The bar situation was dire. The, the bar situation was terrible. I but I didn't I didn't let that stop us from. No, yeah. we stayed. We had a good time. We played a we bunch stayed, of. We played some uh, games. Played some Mario Kart. Played yep. Mario Kart, Jurassic Park. I went in the Star Wars Battle Pod. You did. Was so disorienting, but it was really fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was a good. It was, it good, was a good party. Good it night. was good. Yeah, I mean, we stayed out probably later than I expected us. Yeah, to. I think we got back to the hotel at like twelve thirty. Yeah, which we is were... funny because some people just arrive at like twelve yeah. thirty, but right, we were right. so exhausted. We were so tired getting up at like I don't know what were we up at six six thirty mm. something like six. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. that was Friday, so we had That's woken right. up at the other hotel. That's yeah, which right. I don't think. I don't want to speak for anyone else, but I did not sleep well at that first hotel. I, I think it was either, like no. it was like con jitters, and then the neighbors were really loud, yeah. and it was Small it was beds. a nightmare. But yeah, but uh, yeah, so we were a little tired going into Friday and Friday <laughs> night, so yeah. we we called it what would be considered early for most people, right? And midnight. totally zonked out. Yep. Hey, Amazon users. If you'd like to help support the show, please go to thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon, which will bring you right to the Amazon homepage. If you make a purchase after using this link, you've helped the show by earning us a commission, and it won't cost you any extra money. Please use this link for all your future Amazon shopping. That's thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon. Hello, this is Troy Baker, and you are listening to The Geek Generation. Saturday was beautiful, though. Saturday was a nice day. Saturday, we started out. First thing I have is that we kind of, well, of course, went up to the press room and got some coffee. Yeah, <laughs> we did. But uh, then it was right outside for some Ariel photos. Yeah, I I made Ariel's parks dress, which Sam and I went to Disneyland earlier than the summer, and I met Ariel, and she was wearing this mm. dress, and I was like, I'm so inspired to make this. So I did. Um, and it's probably one of my favorite costumes. I teared up when I put it all on for the first time a mm-hmm. week before the con. So I was very excited to wear that. Hey, that was, uh, I was like, what was I doing? I went to the Felicia Day signing. Yes, that oh, day. That's um, right. So we got in a couple couple yeah. minutes early because we were pressed. Um, so we got right down to the autograph area and they opened the gates, you know, shortly after we got there and people were running like through the <laughs> warehouse right. and everyone's like, no running, no running. And I'm looking around, I'm like, there's 50 of us. There's only like 50 of us right now and we're all not going to the same thing. Like, yeah, yeah. You'll get there. You'll get there. So I went over to Felicia's thing and I was first and I'm like looking around like, where is everybody? And then, you know, people eventually came and lined up. Right. Um, You know, I waited maybe 15, 20 minutes and Felicia came out and she was lovely and she just sat down and immediately was like, I need another coffee, guys. Like, I'm really <laughs> sorry. I'm really sorry. And it was like, I feel you. I totally feel the struggle in the morning. Um, cause, You know, she does cons like. Oh, yeah. She's burnt out i'm sure but um she was super sweet super nice um got my book signed which mm-hmm. is great you should read it got a photo um got a photo and it was excellent i was really happy happy to meet her she's very very just influential and inspirational Absolutely. and just the right kind of i think the right kind of person that 
the gaming and sort of geek community should needs. be looking up to yeah, yeah. instead absolutely. of a lot of other yeah. absolutely agreed um so we got our photos done then anna and i went to the shannara chronicles panel mm-hmm. which was awesome yeah we got yeah. to hear more about the characters and everything and it's tough like this might have been the first time i was doing not not the first time but when it was the first time i was doing press for a show that was brand new and I had very little background with right. either the people or <laughs> the content that it was based on or anything. Like the Schnauer books have obviously been around for a while. I say obviously, even though I didn't know that until I didn't this know weekend. That either. I thought they were new. Right. But they've been around for years and years. So uh, I wanted to get more background on the people that we were going to be interviewing. So seeing all of them talk about their characters and talk about the show was super helpful beforehand and you guys went around artist alley around this time right yeah we went we checked out artist alley because we hadn't been which was in a totally like you had to walk really far to get to it but it was massive Mm -hmm. so we did that um i took the time because it was the morning so i went around to some vendors and i bought some things before the crowds came which was nice yeah and then we met back up at the press press room for shanara chronicles panel press yeah which was in the biggest room yeah for press that there is like this is this show is going to be a big deal it's gonna, it looks it's gonna be huge the it's footage huge. is awesome we watched the trailer later on that night like the new one from the con i can't wait until january like i'm i'm really rooting for this show i am I, too. I didn't know a lot about it i haven't read the books but after just you know watching the trailer and speaking with the cast and mm-hmm. creators i'm seriously just rooting for this show right now. yeah yeah i mean this was another press room too that we didn't get to everybody right my biggest disappointment is i really really wanted to interview john reese davies because yeah damn that guy like he is <laughs> he's i just love him he's so fantastic and manu bennett who i love seeing on like uh the hobbit movies and arrow and everything and he's awesome too so those would have been great interviews to do we really only got to Three separate interviews, but five people total because I got to first interview Al Goff and Miles Miller from Smallville. Like those are the Smallville creators. That was a big deal for me. I loved Mm -hmm. that show. And they're also uh, the producers of this one, which makes me excited, more confident that it's going to be good. Mm -hmm. Uh, Along with them, the director, Jonathan Liebsman, who directed the first two episodes of Shannara. And they were all really cool. We got maybe two three minutes tops with them which is normal all three together interviewer time yeah those three together then we spoke with the author of shannara terry brooks he was great he was a ham yeah that guy so wonderful he he was i was really just like nodding my head at everything he was saying about you know trying to find the right outlet for it trying to find the right channel and how Mm -hmm. mtv just came in and was like have all let's do it Have (laughs) have all the money and how he was like you know, in this day and age, it doesn't matter what channel it's on. People are going right, to find it. And right. like, if we went to HBO, we'd get crushed because like Game, Game of Thrones, Thrones and stuff like that. So he was feeling really confident in MTV and MTV had confidence in them. And it's like, it's totally true. People will go online and watch it. Yeah, no one, yeah. no one sits and like really waits for it to come on anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a win on, for online M- is online. Like people are going to, it's probably a win for it. MTV too. Who, totally. Oh, for sure. Yeah. MTV is like. What have they done? Right. And I'll be honest, when I got the press release initially and it said MTV's The Shannara Chronicles, I was a little hesitant to be like, okay, yeah, I'm going to jump on this until I really like looked into it. Yeah. I watched the trailer and it doesn't look like anything MTV would produce. No, it doesn't. Which is great. I I really want people to take a chance on this. Like ignore the fact that it's on MTV except for the 
fact that you have to flip to that channel, but right, right. <laughs> just like stream it on MTV. Yeah, I was gonna say no one, yeah. no one's really flipping to right, MTV, right, so it doesn't, right. doesn't quite matter. So watch so. it however you need to. Uh, it looks like it's gonna be really amazing. But we um we talked to Terry Brooks, and then we talked to this lovely woman, uh, <laughs> the, the lead Poppy Drayton. She's so cute. She's, She's a delight. Beautiful. She was charming as hell. Very charming. I I was melting. Like. She complimented my Ariel <laughs> yes. dress. I'm I'm I melted. Yes. <laughs> it was. She was great. Super I think meeting her too sweet. made me wanna watch it more. Mm. I think meeting the actors, I can almost like watch it and be like, oh, I met her. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, I'm I just, I'm just rooting for them. Like yes. like her her PR person or whoever was trying or PA whatever was trying to like sort of usher her out of the room. Like we're really out of time. We're really out of time. Mm-hmm. And there was one guy left on the end of the line that had been waiting patiently, patiently to right. like get an yeah. interview with her. And she's like, I'll just do this last one. Right. And, and went over and you know gave him the interview. And I was like. And I it's love just, it when they do that. It's just super nice. Yeah, like, yeah. super nice. I mean, obviously, they want the coverage for the show. But I sure. think when the people meet, at least the ones that are there, like, not just for weird reasons. Like, I don't know. I, I always get the impression there are some other outlets that I feel do a nice job. But and this will sound like I'm kissing my own ass. <laughs> but I feel like when we go in, we're what they're looking for as far as people sure. to cover what they want done. We do good interviews. We focus on the celebrities instead of like our own personality or whatever. We're highlighting them Mm -hmm. and our production quality is good. And we're, we hit our times and we get in and out as fast as possible. So I think they appreciate people like us. There were definitely some people jeopardizing the times. Yes. As well. Yeah. And other people being creepy. Yeah. No, it's like people with like, very low social skills or like in the press room with people with very high social skills right. who just want to hear themselves talk and can't get enough of themselves talking. Right, right. It's just like they feel like they're balance. a celebrity just because they're talking yeah, to right. celebrities. Just gotta hit that balance. Yeah. But I think the other thing it really does is it builds a community of cheerleaders. Like yeah. we're all on board and we're gonna tell other people yeah, the to word give it a chance. Right. Yeah. So it's more than just the pure coverage. But that was one of my favorite press rooms we probably did while Sounds we were great. there. Um, that was a lot of fun. We had another press room booked immediately afterwards, and we did go a little late in Shannara, which mm-hmm. was part of my justification for not going. <laughs> but also the fact that I was, as a, a person who's been doing this for six-something years, this was the first time I had never been provided with any sort of background about the people I was going to be interviewing. And for a new show... That's not good. So sci-fi is this new show called uh, The Magicians that's coming out. And I'm not going to take anything away from the TV show itself. The TV show looks really good. It does look good. It looks real good. But however they manage this, like they were like, we're going to give you the info on the cast and everything as you're walking into the room, essentially. And I'm like, uh-uh. that's stressful. Yeah, I'm I'm already stressed out up to here. I'm not going to be the generic. Tell me about your character guy. That's not what we do. So. We just skipped that one altogether. Mm. And I think I'm not bummed in any way, shape, or form that we did. Yeah. Check out the magicians premiering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they'll have to get their own press on that one. Yeah. I'll, I'll still post stuff on the show. Sure. I mean, we. It, I mean, it looks good. It, it does, does. It does. Uh, the, we went to Artist Alley again at this point, but at this oh, point on dang. Saturday. Saturday at like, what, two or three? Yeah. Moving around the show floor at this point was not as pleasant as it had been the day before it was was not possible super crowded (laughs) yeah i was shocked at how crowded it was usually artist alley you get a little bit of breathing room and cosplayers will sometimes go down there because there are more opportunities but 
wall to wall in this place. It was awful. And I have, I was wearing a hoop dress, so it was big. So moving was tough. Which is hopefully great for the artists if they're getting more people through it. But I feel like a lot of people still don't buy stuff. I'm speaking of myself too. I didn't end up buying anything down there. Right. But, um, but I mean, hopefully it's good that it was packed down there for, for the artists. I hope so. I hope that it wasn't so packed. Like we had said before that the show floor was getting, so packed that taking cosplay photos it was was detrimental yeah. it was impossible and i'm hoping that being that packed was not a deterrent from people checking out stuff like stopping at artist booths well for me i mean one of my favorite artists art germ was there i didn't even see their booth when we went on saturday mm. like we had to go and comb and try to find it on sunday and i mean his booth was so packed that i didn't really we didn't really have a chance to like stop in and you know chat with anyone so that could definitely be a deterrent right which is a shame i mean i i've said that san diego before uh they seem to cap at a reasonable level yeah to where the con is still a good experience for people it gets crowded but not to the extent that new york gets crowded san diego has more people but they're way more spread out right so it's a lot more comfortable new york needs to understand what their kind of comfortability numbers are and try to cap off yeah. a little smaller, even if they have to raise ticket prices a little bit, which is, I think, what San Diego did. Yeah. When you're creating a better experience for the people that are actually there, I think it affects everybody will pay. for the positive. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like if you raise the ticket price that, I mean, it can be shitty on one level, but it also gets the people in the room that really want to be there Absolutely. and will buy art and will buy merch and support your show or your comic or whatever. Yeah. So it can be crappy to pay higher prices but yeah it gets the right people in the room we were just standing still many times right we just couldn't move (laughs) the con shuffle yeah anna coined the term the con shuffle anna Anna coined the beautiful where you just like move your feet like a couple inches and then you stop because you know someone (laughs) stops in the middle of the aisle because they're totally aware of what they're doing yeah and then your calves hurt and your knees i think it blew out all of our knees knee at least you're just stopping your weight every 20 i think we were all in physical pain yeah legs Feet, lower backs. I have no more knees. Shoulders. Heavy backpacks. It's like wearing a 30-pound weight vest. This con especially, I don't know what it was. I feel like we were all just done. We were just running. So many different kinds of pains. Yeah. Between the shuffle, the amount, like the length of the days that we were there. The the amount amount of of days. Yeah. And the amount that we were on our feet. Like there's not a lot of let's sit down. And then I'm like, I am such a pathetic part of my species right now this is all our ancestors used to do was walk all i'm doing is walking right right carrying a couple of things i can't do it we're not i would not make it, it. i no. would not make it back then darwinism so at its weak. finest <laughs> so weak just so weak yeah uh after being in artist alley for i don't even know how long uh yeah. i had an autograph signing to go to yeah and i don't know what you guys did during this time i don't remember what, what day was this this was saturday, saturday. right before Anna and I went to our panel. Okay. So we we went up um to get more coffee <laughs> and we kind of recouped for a little bit. We sat at the table, mm-hmm. um, just kind of like chatted, and then Anna left a little bit early to try to find a bathroom to use because right. I will say the press area had two stalls. And that is not enough. It's true. The lines were Crazy. And right. there was a bathroom just inside the press area yep. that had 10 stalls. Yep. But why people weren't using it, I'm not sure. Yeah, they wouldn't let us in unless they, we had an appointment back there, really. Yeah. So uh, we, we planned strategic bathroom breaks. We did. Um, but Anna left a little early to try to find a bathroom, which she later told us she didn't find, <laughs> unfortunately. Right. right. 
we walked around the show floor a little bit more, or we tried to. Mm-hmm. We shuffled. We shuffled through. Shuffled. Did we buy anything? No. I didn't, no, I think I didn't we just think I bought any merch. I At this just, point, you saw stuff you went to buy later. I did. Right, I found something right. that I later bought on Sunday, but we tried walking around a bit. It was crazy. We were tired. Our feet hurt. We went outside. Oh, we got mac and cheese that day. That's right. We got mac and cheese. <laughs> Earlier that day. that day, we got, um, there's a mac and cheese truck. <laughs> and the line was crazy, but we waited Always in comes it. back to food on the show. Yeah, Always. yeah. So we waited out outside to get mac and cheese. I got bacon mac and cheese. Sam got like pulled pork mac and cheese. Buffalo chicken. Buffalo chicken. Hmm. Went inside and, and ate that. That was while you guys were at the Shannara Chronicles panel. Yes. Dear God, did I regret that mac and cheese. <laughs> Word of advice, if you're wearing a corset, don't eat mac and cheese. <laughs> I think that was also what yeah. was like hurting at the end of the day. But while you were at your autograph session, we went outside. Um, I wanted to see if I could get some photos of, of my dress. Oh, okay. Because underneath the convention center, there's like a tunnel. Mm-hmm. And apparently that's where all the photographers set up. Like right. there's like light boxes and all sorts of, you know, I recognized a lot of of the photographers that were there, but you know, we walked, we walked through it. Um, one guy, you know, was like, Oh, I can't find a frozen cosplayer. So like, you'll do take a photo with my buddy. So did that, but it was, it was too crowded. There were way too many cosplayers trying to do the same thing that I was doing. Right. So we just sat outside for a while. Um, people watched. Yeah. People watching is great. People watched, there were you people, know, you know, inhaled the smoke. <laughs> Yeah, during that time, I went to uh, see Allison Scagliotti by myself, who was uh, from Warehouse 13. We brought it up earlier in the show. Um, I have two autographs from people that have been on the show before, Eddie McClintock and Aaron Ashmore. Uh, I've also interviewed Eddie before. I chatted with Aaron when I was getting the autograph and everything. They're both super, super nice guys. I have talked about the show many times on this show. I love it. Uh, and she was one of the four or four or five kind of core members of the cast. So I wanted to make sure I got her autograph as well. And she was super sweet. Of course, made a comment about my voice being like, you must do some (laughs) sort of broadcasting or whatever. It generally comes up, uh, took a picture with her, got the autograph very much worth it. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, she was only there for two hours on one day. So it was a very small window, but I got in there and Yay. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah. I always like to have that one autograph takeaway for the Wall of Fame, pretty much any sure, convention. Sure. So that'll be my memory for this one. Then Anna and I met up and we had the panel. This is like the one panel we got into, aside from the Shannara Chronicles. Uh, the main floor, you have to go in the morning. And I think we did this before we even did the aerial photos. Yeah. Anna and I went to wait in the queue line yeah. to get wristbands so that we could get into the Daredevil and Jessica Jones panel which was like the only one we really, really cared about on the main stage, which is a huge room. I mean, they hold about 4,000 people, something like that in there. At least that's what they were saying. I don't know what the actual number is. I didn't think it was that big. It might be something more like Mm 2,000, something around there, but I don't know exactly. It was kind of a mess waiting in line. It wasn't so, so bad in the morning, but... There was one security guy that started coming down the line on the side and handing out wristbands and everyone started mashing over to one side and it just Mm. and then people were going up behind and going up to the front line. So the order just got all shuffled. (sighs) And then clearly that guy was told not to do that anymore (laughs) because then they actually started doing it right. And when they did, it flowed a lot better. But Mm -hmm. that panel was awesome. Uh, Jeff Loeb moderated it, who's kind of in charge of all of Marvel TV and movies and stuff. Right at the beginning, he's like, I'm going to do something I'm not supposed to do. And he pulled out. 
Charlie Cox, who plays Daredevil, Kristen Ritter, who plays Jessica Jones, and I don't remember his name, unfortunately, but the guy who's playing Luke Cage, he just pulled them all on the stage really quick and he goes, and then throws them off and goes, <laughs> that's the, the most you're going to see of the Defenders right now. Cause this is the movie they're building up to. All these characters are going to be on a superhero team called the Defenders. Okay. And that will take place after all these Marvel series run. So he's like, there's one more guy that needs to be in that, but he's like, these are the defenders for now. So <laughs> nice. he's like, Netflix is probably going to get mad. But you know what? <laughs> you guys got to see that. Nice. And then the cast of Daredevil came out. They showed some footage kind of recapping a little bit of the highlights from season one, as well as showing us the first footage that anybody in the world has seen of season two of Daredevil. So we got to see Elektra throwing on a mask real quick, and we got to see the Punisher from behind just kind of walking nice. in it was like the place went nuts yeah absolutely nuts and probably john barenthal the guy who was on the walking dead and is now playing the punisher got the biggest round of applause when the cast was being introduced it was unbelievable one of the questions that kept coming up during the daredevil panel too that's really great to hear is about all the people who represent like those who are disabled really loving the show right. because matt murdoch's character yeah. is blind uh, that character is blind, even though he has he's differently abled in a way like his superpowers sure. make him not necessarily blind. But the fact that someone is being portrayed that has a disability on television as such a huge character mm. and it's so popular and so well done like that came up a lot. People just getting in line during the Q&A to be like, just thank you really for doing this because it's it's made this person in my life feel better or this yeah, person like that's it's great. awesome that's awesome it's so good to hear that and i love it because i still will argue that it's one of the best things marvel has created i need to finish it point. i started watching it yeah. i watched it because of uh deborah ann wall the actress oh yeah 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 she's um, great but i i i need to finish it it was good i think i'm on like episode six okay maybe. oh yeah so you're like probably yeah i'm, I'm like a halfway. good way yeah. yeah i'm a good yeah. way in um yeah. just kind of fell off the the watch list right uh and then they showed or not showed but daredevil cast left jessica jones cast came on which is very exciting however there was one chair left open because david tennant former doctor who david tennant uh, was not available he's doing a play over in london right now but he did have a video message that ended with check out this clip of yeah. jessica jones and we were all they started getting going into their bit of like Show the clip, but we don't have a clip. Show the clip. We don't have a clip. We don't have a clip because we have the entire first episode <laughs> to show you. And they That's did this. That's why the panel was two hours. Yeah. <laughs> they did this last year and they showed the first episode of Daredevil before yeah. it aired. So people kind of expected this, but it's still exciting when it oh, happens. Sure. So I have seen, I'm one of the however many thousand were in that room that will be the, there will be no more yeah. that will see that first episode before it airs on november 20th along with the entire yeah, that's cool. series that's very cool and that feels pretty cool and they they said straight out to the like please don't spoil this for people yeah like and, and i'm not going to there's gonna be no spoilers but i will say this about it just come from kind of a review non-spoilery perspective kristen ritter's great she's awesome i didn't expect uh, anything like less yeah uh, i i'm a huge veronica mars fan as yeah. i've said before she's awesome on that uh, I haven't seen Breaking Bad, but I've heard she's really good on that. And she is very good at going emotionally all over the place mm -hmm. and still dropping in the humor, which is exactly what Marvel wants. So she's perfect for that kind of thing. David Tennant is not in the first episode a lot, 
but enough to be absolutely terrifying. <laughs> He's playing the purple man and the villain in the series, and he is so good for it. And they're setting up one of the things that Marvel's had a problem with and people always criticize is that Marvel's villains in the MCU are not that strong. Like Loki is good mm-hmm. and uh Wilson Fisk, a.k.a. the Kingpin and Daredevil was very good. That's really all we've gotten for like tremendous Marvel villains. I think the Purple Man's going to be another one. That's, that's good. And I think the TV is just better for that because they're developing these characters so much better. Yeah, sure, sure. And this seems to be a very female centric show. So Love I think it. in the same way that Daredevil is kind of bringing up someone not who doesn't get enough representation, women are never getting enough representation in the superhero genre. Mm. And I think Jessica Jones is going to be great for that they, to the point where they're one of the main characters in the story is cast as Carrie Ann Moss. She's playing a character who's normally a male in the comics. That's awesome. I yeah. did not know she they was just in this. Completely... I, would like, I would like to watch it now. Yeah. <laughs> we knew she was going to be in before the panel, but they revealed her character during the panel because I think her, the name is like Hogworth or Hogworth or something like that. Jerry Hogworth and or Hogsworth. I don't remember exactly. People are going to shout at me through the internet. <laughs> but uh, what is normally a male role, she is playing in this as well. So there's even one more female. And the majority of the cast is female centric. And there are also some awesome strong male characters. And there's no secret that Luke Cage is in the series because he's the not only the next series is Luke Cage coming after Jessica Jones, Mm. but they're also going to be married at some point because that's what happens in the comics. And they're not hiding that in any way whatsoever. Like they're going to be a couple, but really good. I'm really happy with it. It has a great like detective noir feel because she's a P.I. Yeah. So they kind of went right with that. Very cool. Highly encourage people to watch that. I believe it's November 20th. The entire series drops on Netflix. And then to end our Saturday night, I don't think there was anything you guys did at the con after that because, yeah, we got out right as the show floor was closing. Yeah, Yeah, we were Yeah, we just kind of like waited around for you. And then we took off to Times Square. Well, we got pizza. We did get pizza. We got pizza. (laughs) We got pizza in New York. It's important. It's important. And uh, and then we went to Times Square to shoot more Ariel stuff. Yeah, so we kind of we exciting. bookended the day with Ariel, which I didn't even really realize until yeah, <laughs> yeah. Looking at this, that was that was exciting. That was fun. That I was a little bit nervous about what it would be like to shoot in Times Square because obviously there are thousands and thousands of people, and it was it was what like nine o'clock. So I mean, people right. were still like out and about. We had like crowds gather and like people were taking photos. Mm-hmm. Like, um, it was crazy. The thing, the thing is, everyone knows who Ariel is in whatever language. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you'd hear like different languages, and, and then like Ariel. In the morning, walking to the con was yeah. the first recognition yeah. that you got from somebody, and they, they were, were non English speakers, yeah. but they still said Ariel. Like, yeah, that was that was cool. Um, I met one little girl. It was mm-hmm. her birthday. Yeah. They were just like waving and it was like, no, like, do you want to come and get a photo? Like, I'm not a professional or anything. Right, so right. Like, I, I love kids. I love taking photos with kids. Got a lot of cute photos yes. walking around the con. But, you know, it was like her birthday. So I think she was super excited. The mom's name was Ariel. Yeah, right. <laughs> which is weird. That was um, crazy. But yeah, it was just it was fun. Like I had fun even if, you know, there's, you know, a homeless person spitting in the back. Right. Like, you never know that. But it was fun. And apparently there were some characters on the street um, across from the Disney store, some minions and some minis that we were shooting. And then they were just like 
probably probably spelled M-I-N-N-Y because they looked super unlicensed. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> unlicensed Disney characters. Yeah, they came over and um wanted... They came into our space. They, they came, came into, into our, our shoot, space, yeah. came right over to me, like gave me a hug. I thought it... I was like, oh, okay, like, yeah, take a photo. Um, And they were like dancing. And then all of a sudden, like, we were like, okay, bye. H- holds up a sign that's like, I work for tips. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Right. This is... Like we were so doing rude. our own thing. Yeah, like, so rude. We did not come up to you and right. like we're like, oh, Minnie, take a photo. We'll, and we'll right. tip you. It was like that we just were... pisses me off that they come and invade your space. It's and... such a con. Yeah, make <laughs> it <laughs> make is. You... It's a con con. It's a con con, and I was just, I wanted to punch him, just like put a damper on it. it was... Yeah, and it, like I understand that that's their job, that's what they do. But the thing is, we did not ask for a phone. Right. We did not ask they for a phone. Kinda, their and tag we was not bothering them. Their tag we was bothered. not present right. when they first came over to us. Right, and then all of a sudden it was like shoved in my face. And- yeah. If I'm already taking, like, I'm mid-pushing down the button and they hop in and they get in the photo, that's not on us. No, which no, is exactly what happened. They crowded our space. Yeah. yeah. But- so f them. Uh, we, we moved on. <laughs> Pretty Moved quickly on, yeah. and uh, found some other good spots. I think we got some really good photos just looking did. at the previews. I'm so excited. Yeah. So excited. I, I like when I'm pumped to edit something and I'm yeah. definitely like excited to do these because I thought a lot of them came out really yeah, well. Yeah, I think like, they, they look, look good. Yeah. I mean, Ariel and Times Square. I, mean, I know, awesome. right? And even those golden archways we found were really yeah, awesome. Yeah, that was a great location. And just, I don't even think it's always like that. It's because it's showing the Lion King right now that they're lit up gold. Yeah. The so Lion I think King, it just worked yeah. really and well. And it was empty, which was nice, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. People in the street, I think, were the funniest. Yeah. One person, uh, let it snow. Oh, let yeah. it snow. We're like, that's not only is that not the right movie, but that's not even the right lyrics. It's a three word chorus, and you got it wrong. That became the tagline. Incorrect. Like, Incorrect. You snow. tried. Failure. Oh God! But yeah, that was that was fun. That was a fun day. Yeah, it was, and we had the opportunity or the tickets kind of pre-purchased to go to the other after party, but we were just like, Grr. so tired. Yeah, because we'd have to take a taxi over. Yep. But I did see photos after the fact. Oh no! And I was a little disappointed. We had regret. We had regret. Had a we little didn't regret. Go. Everyone yeah. was in costume. Oh. It was um, Japan Crate was a sponsor. Oh jeez! But I don't think I could have done it. I mean, we were just so we tired. We were exhausted, especially considering how little we slept up to this point. Yeah. yeah, right. I mean, we still didn't get as much sleep as we probably normally would that night. But I slept the best on the last night than I had the two previous. Same, same for sure. And we, yeah. And then moving into Sunday, uh, we had some goals in mind. We knew we weren't going to be there for the extent of the day. Right. But uh, Sam and I wanted to get some Mirror's Edge Catalyst in. So that was the first thing we kind of ran over to. Yes, yes, yes. And thoughts? I am super excited that this world is back. Yes. Because I love the world. I love the aesthetic. Mm -hmm. I love the story. I just love the world. I love the gameplay concept, mm-hmm. all of that. So I'm super psyched we're getting to come back into it. And I think it's great that they didn't try to pump out a sequel yeah. right away. Because I think we were talking about this. It was almost like a cult hit. It built up over time, for yeah, sure. Yeah, it wasn't like blowing up like commercials everywhere, like right. a Call of Duty or something like that. Right. It was like kind of low key, but people loved it. Um, so I think it's great that the sequel's coming out now, you know, on next gen systems and mm-hmm. stuff and like everything is just gonna be on point and it looked on point. Yeah. And um the world looks amazing and the fact that you can explore it deeper outside the missions mm-hmm. is 
so exciting. I was going to say that's probably the biggest improvement in my mind because I think about a game like Spider-Man 2, which half the fun of the game was just moving around the city. Sure. It's so fun to move around and swing around as Spider-Man that getting from mission to mission was just as much fun as playing the missions. Exactly. And I think this is the same way. Running around as Faith is so much fun that getting to the next mission is as much fun as playing the missions. Yeah. That's what I like in a game. I like running around in a big sandbox and playing. Like right. Assassin's Creed, I just like running around and not yeah. doing the missions. I right. just like And I think I think it'll strike a good balance because as I do love running around between missions and like an Assassin's Creed or Grand Theft Auto or whatever, sometimes if it's too big or mm-hmm. or too um sort of outside the storyline, I get lost. I get right, sidetracked right. and I don't play the story. So I, I'm hoping this will strike a good balance of totally. getting to move around, but also, you know, staying on point, staying on mission. Mm-hmm. It goes without saying it just looks it incredible. Does. If you've seen any of the promo art or trailers, it, it, it's it's mind blowing. Mm-hmm. It's mind blowing. Agreed. I want to talk about too the DC superhero girls. Oh booth. yeah, um, we stopped by there really quick before. Yeah, this. we stopped there first thing. It was uh, promoting this new brand of dolls for like young girls age six to twelve. Mm-hmm. Um, it had like Harley Quinn, Batgirl, Poison Ivy, Katana, Supergirl, Supergirl as like middle school age girls. Yeah, it had them as middle school girls, and it's. It's a brand of of dolls, and I looked it up, and it's not going to be a show, but they're going to have, like, small clips, and I think that is really exciting. Mm -hmm. You were mentioning with Jessica Jones the lack of girl superheroes, Mm -hmm. Um, so I think this is going to be really fun for younger girls. I think sometimes you get the superhero women. I mean, I'm looking at your Poison Ivy statue right now, and they're just, they're not really quite appropriate for that young group of girls, and I think this will be really exciting for those those young girls. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, yeah. As someone even older, I think it's so much fun and the dolls look great. Yeah. Costumes look great. It just, just looks awesome. Yeah, I think it's going to be awesome for the, the younger girls mm-hmm. who want something for them that is girl-centric because there are, are some things out there that older girls and women can watch that are superhero, but for younger crowds, it's definitely yeah. not represented as well right now. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to jump back to Mirror's Edge. Go ahead. You want to splice splice it back in? Oh, no, no. We'll jump back and forth. Um, What did you think of the gameplay as compared to the first uh, Uh, in the small amount that we got to play? I felt it was a little more cohesive. I didn't feel like I was getting lost as much as I tended to here and there in the first one. Like, even though the paths are marked as much in the first as this, there were I felt like in the first one I was following the colors in this one. I was following the colors and arrows. So I wasn't having to stop and figure out where I was going next. The navigation felt more fluid to me. Cool. Yeah. Um. I, I enjoyed the various because we essentially got to play three challenges. Mm -hmm. It was um hacking a billboard, hacking a billboard, a dash, which Mm -hmm. is just like a race time trial, and um a combat. And I I really like the way they divided that up in I do too. Yeah. The in the demo. Um. So we got to experience a little bit of everything sort of parsed out that way. Because I think we were talking about that, how in the first Mirror's Edge, you'd be playing it, you'd be running, 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 and then all of a sudden you got to take out like 20 yeah, dudes. And yeah. you're like, the hell? I'm in like this free running, like flu- I'm not ready for combat right now. Right. Um, so it felt cool to experience those very discreetly. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I'm not sure if that's how the game is going to play out. Like like Assassin's Creed, you know, you have an assassination mission or an eavesdropping mission or whatever. I feel like um, some of it's going to be like that. Like a billboard hack felt like a tower climb. 
exactly Assassin's Creed. exactly yeah. or like a courier mission yeah. or whatever so i think that'll be very cool if they parse it out that way and like maybe you got to take out a guy or whatever but it's sure. not going to be like a dead stop in your tracks get ambushed so like, by like yeah people, and like yeah. getting shot in the head like, yeah. out of nowhere and the combat felt really awesome it did it felt just like solid like when you like kick that dude it was in the head it was like because <laughs> oh, it would like cut away into the third like if you did the combo right it would yeah. cut away to like the third person view of it and she's just like jumping in the air and yeah you had said yours was like a drop kick yeah mine did like uh like we were doing the same mission and we must have just done a combo slightly different because yeah. mine i did like a backflip kick yeah and like knocked him out it was yeah, awesome it was, dope. it was it was great i'm really excited for that and yeah. that's what that's ea yeah yeah and that's I coming so. next year something like that something like that yeah look yeah. the details up yourself well, guys. Like, we you can't can, do all the work you for can you. do the google <laughs> it was it was great though it was uh after catalyst you had a signing that you wanted to go to and have been looking mm. forward to all weekend yes. as well yes i got to meet the lovely lovely janet varney yeah she was there with thrilling adventure hour but obviously i know and love her from legend of Korra mm-hmm. and um her podcast jv club and yeah so that was that was a pretty easy signing line to get into it was, it was mm. full but you know i got there about halfway through the lineup it went smoothly. Um, she's beautiful. One, she's just like I say, radiant. She is. She is like a radiant ball of sunshine. Yeah. And she was just super, super sweet and every, like sort of everything I had like expected. Sure. That she would be like you know after listening to her podcasts and stuff, but just super genuine. Um, it's always great when they match the image you have in your exactly, brain. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Just very nice, very genuine with everybody. The one girl in line told me we could have a photo taken mm-hmm. you know just hand your camera to the person behind you you know take a photo during the signing but no post photos which is fine and the closer further up the other girl was like no photos of any kind whatsoever we're like dang but but the other girl said this so i'm like rob just kind of sneak around just sneak around, <laughs> take a photo um some secret squirrel action going some on secret squirrel else. action so yeah i got through that signing line and i was, I was very very pleased yeah. i got to meet two of my two of my little heroes this weekend during your first big con. During my first big con, it was, it was beyond expectation, for sure. One funny side note is when we were up in the press room a little bit later that day, Janet Varney, we were just, we were like sitting, having our coffee, obviously. Um, <laughs> Sponsored by Coffee Me. <laughs> and I saw Janet Varney come around the press area and go into the area where the two-stall bathroom was. Mm. And I was like, guys, I gotta go to the bathroom. I like hugged, <laughs> I had no I idea what you right were doing. Up. Because I was like, oh, my God, am I going to like, am I going to pee next to Janet Vardy? You got up so fast. I, I got like, up Are so you fast. sick? Like, what's going on right now? <laughs> um, I went in and, of course, the line was like wrapping around and turns out there's like an elevator there. Right, so right. obviously she was going down, but I was a little disappointed. I thought I was going to have a celebrity bathroom encounter, but I did not. <laughs> I, did not. I know I brag about him so often that you got to have <laughs> some of your yeah. own. After the Janet Varney signing, we had our last press room for the weekend, mm-hmm. which was for Lego DC Superheroes Justice League Cosmic Clash, which is those are always the longest titles yeah. for those. Uh, we got to interview the director, the screenwriter, uh, the producer, as well as Troy Baker, who always provides the voice of Batman on these, as well as Phil Lamar, who is voicing Brainiac, amongst other versions of Brainiac <laughs> within the same movie. And as always, these people are all friggin' wonderful. That was the great press room. That was probably yeah. my favorite. Very efficient. Favorite press room. And just, I'd never met Phil Lamar. Obviously, I know his voice from mm-hmm. a lot of things. Yeah. And he had me like in stitches, like 
you will see a camera shake in that interview <laughs> because he was you know sort of demoing his, his voice of brainiac and like the different variations of it yeah. and he was just he was just going in and it was it was hysterical and he was just super charming and talented and it was yeah. it was great getting to to meet some of these people. You had your deep voice. Deep voice contest. off of Troy that Baker. That was funny. That was great. Which he proposed, knowing he was probably going to lose. <laughs> yeah, I think he's like, oh, we hit the basement <laughs> when, yeah. he, when you went down. Real. Low. He did concede. That was funny. Um, yeah, all those people were very friendly and yeah. very nice. I was pleasantly surprised because I'm not super familiar with that franchise. Mm. Yeah, and. and and super, obviously, they have to be super nice in these right, opportunities right. and stuff. But never once did I feel like these people were not being genuine or, mm-hmm. or not wanting to talk to you or whatever. Because it's like, yeah, of course, they got to go out and talk to people and be nice. No one wants to be an asshole and right, like, right. have people not watch their show or not want to talk to them the next time. But um, I have to say, everyone we spoke to was just really engaging and really like happy to be there, I feel like. I think part of it, too, is the fact that they're genuinely happy to be there, not only because they're excited about the thing they made, but because like we're doing right now, they're sitting in kind of a vacuum doing these voices for the thing that's going to yeah. come out. But where do they get their immediate feedback from? Right. I think we're part of that for them. Sure. So sure. they're happy to be like, oh, these people are here because they want to talk about the thing I made. And they're probably fans of if they're here to talk about it. They're not right. just here to like promote whatever yeah. like they they actually want to like, know we about have person it. x come watch our podcast right, right, <laughs> like, right. no, we're like psyched about this stuff right which is part of the reason that i didn't necessarily want to go to the magicians thing because i knew nothing about it right. and there would have been nothing mm-hmm. to talk about that would have come across in the interviews like even though i haven't seen this lego movie i am familiar with the people in it i've seen the ones prior and i'm genuinely excited for the next one i love watching those with my niece and nephew yeah. like that's exciting it's cool it's something we can all watch together cuz we all like that stuff so and it's for both of us i get it on one level they get it on another yeah that's what a lot of the people were saying yeah, it's yeah. for both kids and adults totally is they're a lot of fun that was great to do always love talking to all those people we then went to artist alley again for kind of our final time yeah. of the con and it was pretty much just as packed yeah. as it was before but we really kind of hit the whole thing this time yeah i bought two mini prints from an artist mama fuku i think mm-hmm. i have his business card um but i always like to try to buy a print from an artist because i like to support them absolutely but yeah it was just so crowded it's tough. It's tough to walk around and really enjoy yourself when it's that crowded. It is. It wasn't it even is. in costume either. This is definitely the most crowded I've seen Artist Alley. Yeah. Because usually that, that place is a bit of a reprieve. Like, it was wild. Last year, I was saying it was the first year that I felt like they overpacked the place. Mm. But this year, not only was that overpacked, but so was Artist Alley. Like, it's still getting yeah. more packed. They from... even had you exit in a separate location right. than what you came in from. That was the first time. And one of their biggest, even though it was cool to see... One of their biggest, I think, missteps with planning the arrangement of things was sticking the Jurassic World Velociraptor. Oh, God. oh my lord! Like in the middle of the lobby, yeah, right in the middle. Everyone gathered around it, cut off a huge part of the traffic there, and kind of cut off the entrances to the autographing area. Yeah, and it was right in front of the door. Yeah, so it people walk in and stop. Yeah, yeah. just the greatest thing to do. Oh yeah, just, just the enter and stop. Didn't seem like great planning. Um, and after our artist alley venture there, we went back up for our final press room recoup. Yeah, which is also where we met Vi Pigeon. Yeah, or or had our our <laughs> shout out to Vi Pigeon. We had been admiring yes. Vi Pigeon the whole weekend. They were there. They had they had a press badge for three days. Yep. Um, just they were at every panel up in the top of the Javits Center, just chilling on pretzels and French fries mm-hmm. and. uh 
This you was know, the we, first. we tried to get an exclusive, but uh, we didn't tried. Work out. Um, I don't know if you. VI Pigeon even, but, um, um, VI Pigeon even kind of bombarded the Lego Justice League. Yeah, panels yeah, was like yeah. on the wall during part yeah, of the interview. He just wanted to get in on that. Absolutely, yeah. dropping the mic in there. He had to get his better coverage. dropping the mic than other things he could have dropped. Yeah, in there, so. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. So Especially we'll if you're that. eating like stadium food. Yeah, right, yeah. right. He did. He did good work though. Yeah, VI Pigeon gave no fucks. He gave no fucks. No fucks. But he got would, all the food. He wouldn't even stop for an interview with us. Yeah. And uh, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward whatever to whatever he does next. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, excited, I'm, I'm excited for a VI Pigeon 2K15. That's 16. right. 16. 16. 16. Uh, after all that, it was time to leave the con. We had pretty much all hit our wall kind of collectively. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Both individually got and our, as a group. Got our yeah. merch, got our signings, got our coverage. Yep. And it was yeah. time to roll out. So as is tradition, unfortunately, we didn't get to do it last year because of the temporary bankruptcy of the company. <laughs> but uh, they are back. So we resumed our tradition of hitting up crumbs cupcakes before leaving to which I have to say, if you have a nut allergy, beware, because I had some when we got home oh. and got an allergic reaction. Oh, you so did. OK. Watch out. People with nut allergies. But, but was it good? <laughs> it was really good. It was delicious. I don't know. I, I, it was delicious. I associate it with the reaction. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. It was delicious. Yeah. <laughs> it was like an Oreo. I got the Oreo one, so it was mm-hmm. a chocolate cupcake. Um, and the frosting was like Oreo based, like the Oreo cream based. Right, right. So everyone loves the That's the best part of the Oreo is the frosting. So to have an entire cupcake frosted in that uh, was good. How was your cupcake experience? Did uh, you eat any of them? I have not eaten any of them yet, no. But you had that black and white cookie. I did have a black and white cookie. I mean... I've been eating crumbs for so many years. It's it's more of the same awesomeness that yeah. I always have. But yeah, black and white cookie on the way home is essential. That yeah. gets my energy up for the drive home, really. Yeah, <laughs> That's what sugar for. rush. Sugar Absolutely. Rush. And uh, that pretty much wrapped up our yeah. Comic Con weekend. Yeah, okay. so very I, exciting. So so my bookend on this is, you know, we, we're talking about the lines and our feet hurting and our backs hurting and the <laughs> bathroom lines and whatever. Those are just all minor grievances. They this are. was oh, an amazing, yeah, yeah. amazing, amazing weekend. And I'm so grateful to have been there and grateful to Rob for yeah, taking for us. Having it, the was, press pass. it was unbelievable. It was just a great experience. Oh, you guys experience. pulled your weight. Don't, don't worry. Yeah, you guys it, it worked was, your asses off. It was just weekend. a great experience start to finish. So if my feet hurt for the next two days, my back hurts for the next week, it's, it's yeah. all fine. It's all good. I had such an such amazing a good time. convention. Yeah. Yeah. And we always just look forward to next year now. Start recouping. Start working oh, yes. out now. <laughs> oh, yes. Start getting those walking steps in because right. next year you got to be ready. Right. Get the pedometer going. Oh, yes. yes. And uh, signal that VI pigeon before we go. VI pigeon, I'll <laughs> give him a call, hit up his agent. Was- yeah. As we wrap it up, something you would like to plug. I know you guys have things that you're working on individually. So, Sam. Um, so, you can find me on the internet. Uh, I mostly go by Squalls, S-K-O-W-A-L-Z. Um, I'm on Twitch, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, streaming some games, tweeting some photos of pigeons, uh, uh, whatever. So yeah, uh, check me out at Squalls on on those platforms. And you can find me um, on Facebook for my cosplay, facebook.com slash Kyla Cosplay. And if you're interested in behind the scenes, tutorials, walkthroughs, design and fashion, you can find me on my blog, kylasinspired.com. For everything else we do, head on over to thegeekgeneration.com. If you use iTunes, please rate the show and write a review. We always appreciate those. You can like us at facebook.com slash thegeekgeneration and follow at geekgeneration on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Night Angel. Support the show by going to thegeekgeneration.com slash support. 
You can send emails to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com. And as always, the show theme is provided by Machine Supremacy. A link to their site can also be found on our site. Damn, I'm tired. Uh, <laughs> that, was, that was beautiful, though. I think yeah. you've done that before. And maybe a few times. We're going to get out of here, so join us next week when we'll have more geeky stuff for you. We will see you then. Later. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, guys. Make it so.